1: Hello, it is World Wide Web Wednesday, Veterans Day, November 11th, 2020. Steve Cypress here. And today's lesson is uh, uh, the scope is beyond simply the World Wide Web, which is usually what we stick to on World Wide Web Wednesday, but uh, it's got a big component of it. It's the two big lessons for entrepreneurs that you can learn from the recent and I guess still ongoing uh, United States election. So, number one is the strategy that I teach for all events of any kind, and this one being the election day event, we'll call it. Jeremy Danley is here at Great Seeing You. I teach, uh, talking about somebody who's a a superstar in uh, events, uh, one of the top comedians in the country, and now the top marketer for comedians in the country, putting butts in seats, filling events, and in the meantime, while... uh, a lot of the countries on lockdown or going back to lockdown or whatever, he's been putting butts into virtual seats. So, uh, definitely a king of events. Let's see what you, what you have. Uh, what kind of feedback, if any, you have for me here, Jerdog. Dog. Uh, so I teach the before, during, and after strategy. So, for example, both major parties in this campaign use the exact same before, during, and after strategy for this election day. First before. They both uh, did all the regular campaigning stuff, although Trump did a lot more regular campaigning stuff. Biden hid in his basement for months. Uh, But anyway, that's, I guess that was their plan. So they did their planned campaigning stuff. Uh, But they also, uh, fairly unique to this campaign, they also, both sides announced well before election day that uh, if the other side won, It would be because it was rigged or stolen or cheated in some way. And so they hired armies of lawyers and made a big public show of our candidate should not concede no matter what, should fight it to the end all the way to the Supreme Court. And uh, we have lawyers going all over and observers and this and that. We're paying attention because we know that if our candidate doesn't win, it's because the other side cheated. And did ballot harvesting and uh, and oh, the mail in ballots are are rife with opportunity for fraud and uh, changing the election laws and all the states and blah, blah, blah. So that was all the before stuff. Then during the event itself, Election Day, they all did. They both did the regular uh, get out the vote stuff online, offline, social media, phone calls, uh, you know, buses and and uh, picking people up and taking them to polls and all that kind of good stuff. So all the the day up stuff. And uh, the usual big show of the candidate themselves voting. But I know in this case, Trump did an out-of-town out of uh, absentee. Or he voted when he was in Florida, early voting like a week before, and Biden probably voted on Election Day, came out of the basement for that one. Although, to his credit, he came out of the basement about a week or two before the end of the election, surprisingly, and actually campaigned for a little bit, which uh, has led so far to his comeback to uh, actually be ahead as we record this uh, and even declared by some media outlets, uh, almost all the media outlets, as uh, as the winner. Even though, I mean, for instance, here in Arizona, uh, over 3.2 million votes counted so far, still uh, 40,000, 50,000 left. As of this morning, and uh, Biden ahead by only 13,000. Although that's that's a lot. If there's only 40 or 50,000 left, and they split almost dead even, uh, obviously Biden would win. But there'd be a recount and all the court challenges and all the all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it was famously Arizona was famously called early, relatively early on election night. As I recall, they hadn't even called some of the East Coast. Like, they hadn't called Florida yet. Trump was way up and had no chance of losing. And they hadn't called Texas yet, where, of course, Trump had no chance of losing. But they called Arizona, which sent my phone and uh, my social media into blowing up with everyone around here going, What the hell? What the, what's going on? What the hell's with Arizona? We flipped that easily, that early, what, but, of course, not. And that was famously called, uh, one of the stations called it the Fox News the conservative leaning cable news channel, uh, but people are starting to realize now that it's conservative leaning only in the opinion. People on the channel, the actual news division of Fox News has always been anti Trump, and uh, after post election, now they're extremely anti Trump, and people are starting to catch on. I mean, a famous anti Trumper, Paul Ryan himself, has been on the board of Fox News and announced. When he was coming onto the board, he wanted to use that position to get back at Trump because he hated Trump and all that stuff. So not really a surprise. But uh, but anyway, that's actually, uh, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. Uh, let's get to the after election day. Again, same strategy for both sides. No matter which side won, they were going to claim victory as soon as possible, have a big show, fireworks, big speech, Come out, start putting together, uh, you know, new teams and this and that. Trump would have made new hires and changed some people. He's still firing people anyway. And uh, and Biden making the big show of, oh, I've got this team and that team, and i got to call all the foreign leaders and the this and that. Putting on a big show of acting as if he won, even though it isn't official yet. Uh, both sides would have done the same thing. And th- so the winning side does all the acting as if it's all over. Uh, come on, the other side. You're being a sore loser, give up. And the side that's behind after the election would say, yeah, but we all knew, both sides said, now is all the legal challenges, and so we've got to count every vote, and let it all play out, and we're going to the courts, and a blah, 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 and so no matter which side won or which side lost, that was the before, during, and after plan. Now, here's the reason why... The pro-Biden team, and of course I can't say the Biden team because I don't even think he knows anything that's going on or ever has in his entire campaign. Um, But they propped him up there, still do like Weekend at Bernie's, but I don't think that character knew what was going on in that movie either. Um, But the Biden side, the anti-Trump side, whatever you want to call it, it's much more the anti-Trump side than, can't imagine, there's more than a handful of people in all of America that are pro-Biden. But the anti-Trumpers did better in the lesson number two. So lesson number one, before, during, after strategy, and you see the exact same strategy employed by both sides. Um, The reason that the anti-Trump side is doing better is because of strategy number two, and that is having effective strategic alliances. This is aligning up and not going it alone and getting others to promote you. And if you are in in a business, for instance, uh, whatever business you own, you would get others to Promote people to refer people to you, and you could cross promote. It's called where you promote and and uh, and refer people to someone else's business. They refer to you. So if you're a doctor, a dentist, an attorney, accountant, some kind of professional, you have a waiting room. You'll put a little uh, stand in the waiting room with uh, stuff about a plumber in town, and the plumber will put their little thing in there with their business cards or their coupons or whatever, and say why you should call them, and then the plumber. Will uh, hand out to everyone. They go into a house. They'll hand out a brochure for that professional—that attorney, doctor, dentist, accountant, lawyer, whatever. Um, attorney, lawyer, pretty much same thing. About why you should use them. So cross promote. Put you in their newsletter. Put you on their website. There's many different ways of teaming up with the right strategic alliances. Uh, you can co-host events. So you can have an event that's the home safety event. And you could have a locksmith there talking about what kind of locks you have. They can have an alarm person there talking about the alarm you need to have. They can have a window and door person with how secure your door ought to be and your windows. And they should have a garage person with how secure that could be. And they could have one of these home security camera companies and on and on and on. And they could all be talking about home security. That's a strategic alliance, all the business owners getting together to help each other. Well, in this case, The strategic alliance, the number one key strategic alliance for the anti-Trump side is the media. And uh, they are absolutely killing it. Uh, The media is killing it against the pro-Trump side. Like I said, there's almost no pro-Trump media outlets, So right away, uh, they were up against a a major challenge because the pro-Trumpers had not formed an alliance. Again, they have some uh, uh, opinion people. On all the sta- on almost all the stations. Certainly on e- CNN, there's always a token conservative. On Fox News, there's usually a token liberal. On the uh, once in a while, on the and some of them anyway. On the opinion shows, but the opinion primetime hosts on Fox News and a few of the other opinion hosts of shows uh, are stubbornly pro-Trump. But the entire news division, like 20 hours a day of the programming on the Fox News channel, is anti-Trump, along with. 24 hours a day on the other two cable news channels and on the three major network stations, which are not on for news 24 hours a day, but every second they're on, they're anti-Trump. And almost all the major newspapers are anti-Trump. And absolutely, new thing now is all the social media is severely anti-Trump, even though Trump is the greatest thing ever to happen At Twitter. Uh, Twitter, obviously, censoring every single... Just about, you know, at least, I don't know what percentage, not every single one, but they're censoring a ton of the tweets of the president. And they cut off of Twitter and closed the accounts of all kinds of conservative pro-Trumpers in the week before the election and post-election and all. I mean, the social media, Facebook, putting up warnings every time there's a pro-Trumper says something about the fraud and election of this and that and whatever. So that's on the strategic alliance side, especially the strategic lines with the media, the anti-Trumper site is absolutely killing it. So they are putting out all the messages of like, Trump's a sore loser. He's, uh, now it's a, it's a, it's a national security concern that he's not handing over the keys to Biden in a transition yet. You know, I, I'm old enough to be, have been around in the year 2000, as probably some of the people also watching this were. And, uh, being facetious, of course, we were all around in the year 2000, and we remember that uh, it was a Bush versus Gore, and uh, neither one got to start transitioning a weather for well after a month after election day. I think at least like this is nothing new, nothing strange. Again, it was all telegraphed long before both sides, either side would have done it. Uh, you know, Trump would have tra- claim, still claiming he's going to win, uh, Biden claiming they're going to win. That's all the same, and. Uh, But the media is doing a fantastic job for the Biden team of saying, like, Trump is, you know, the worst president ever. And I I even saw a quote that made me laugh. Uh, It was yesterday, the day before, Biden coming out and going, yeah, this isn't going to look good for Trump's legacy. I'm like, oh, how nice. How nice of demented Joe to be so deeply caring about Trump's legacy, like he gives a crap come on but of course they put that all over the media like this is just not good for trump and you know uh he's as usual he hates america and he hates everybody and he's what he's doing is ripping the country apart and blah 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 and biden's trying to unite it and bring it together sure they are after five years and they continue to say oh we've got to string up every trump voter and supporter and trump himself and lock them up and oh but now we should just unite Right. I think Trump said the same thing after he beat the crap, uh, you know, figuratively out out overall his opponents. Oh, we got to unite now, Nancy. And uh, and, you know, let's get things done. Yeah, that's you know, we haven't had a president since Bill Clinton, who's been able to get Congress to work both sides to work together. So that's why we have a do nothing Congress for now 20 straight years and undoubtedly another four, no matter which one of these old white guys from the East Coast. Uh, is the president for the next four years. But those are the two big lessons, folks. So you're seeing it in action. The before, during, and after strategy, identical for both sides. But the key difference is the strategic alliance that the anti-Trump side has, the pro-Biden side, whatever you want to call it, the Democrat side, uh, with the media. They got all the media hammering away on their behalf. Trump ought to give it up And there's no evidence. That's their big one. I love it. With unfounded claims with no evidence. While Trump comes out and his team comes out, they've done it from day one. They did it even before the election. All kinds of evidence. But the media is doing a great job of going, no evidence. Totally unfounded claims. Blah, blah, blah. He ought to concede. Now it's. It's making him his legacy is bad. and It's a national security problem. Uh, we could get attacked by foreign countries. I saw one of these lying, dimwit, former Obama security people on TV today going, uh, 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 the, the, the national security uh, departments of the U.S. are now distracted because of a, really now? We're supposed to believe, I mean, I, I'm sure, unfortunately, as people brainwash to believe anything, and especially the media is powerful, and they're good at it. But really now, does anyone really believe that people working in national security in the defense of the United States are distracted by anything any politician ever says, so that somehow, oh, a nuke just flew by and blew up the country while well, we were distracted, see, because Trump was on TV saying there's fraud, even though there's no shot, that's all such nonsense, but it works, it works. The brainwashing works. The media is super great at it, and they are almost all on the Biden side. And uh, they really, I saw some poll that like 70% of Americans or something say Trump ought to just give it up. He definitely lost. I mean, this would be like uh, last play of the Super Bowl, and it's under uh, referees' uh, official review. They're waiting to check out the replay. And while they're checking out the replay, one team starts, starts popping the corks, And shooting off fireworks and grabs the trophy and says, we definitely won. It's all over. The other team ought to just concede. Come on. And 70% of the fans, including like almost half of of the now supposed losing team, are supposed to just go, oh yeah, I guess so. It's over. We lost. Uh, Amazing. So powerful, powerful strategic alliance that the Biden side has with the social media absolutely totally in the bag, almost all the legacy media totally in the bag. That's tipping public opinion, which uh, just makes it more of an uphill battle for Trump to battle, because even if they can uncover enough fraud, cheating, whatever, and a court wants to overturn some things, uh, get that plywood out. If that happens, man... You better board up every home and office and building in America more than ever before, because the uh, if Trump loses, the pro-Trumpers won't burn anything down or riot. But if if Biden loses, especially now that they all have proclaimed they're winning and they're crying and they're you know the world is the sun is shining again and what man if that happens, look out! Talk about being distracted and being a national security risk. <laughs> wow. Anyway. That'll do it for Worldwide Wednesday. I see a comment here. Jurdog says, I'm using the Who's Winning the Election U.S. map on Google to geo-target venue and locations in red counties. i got to read this and think about it because this sounds like it's going to be brilliant here. So there's apparently a Who's Winning the Election U.S. map on Google. okay? Uh, and Gerdog uh, is using that to geo-target venue and locations in red counties trump supporters tend to be more likely to hold and attend my in-person events right now oh well that makes sense because they're the ones saying let's open up uh forget the distancing and the masking and the uh we can't be indoors and all that kind of bs that which another thing by the way the the pro biden team cuz pretty much biden was basically the running mate of coronavirus coronavirus was the main candidate and the the media has blown up the fear mongering over that the biggest fear mongering campaign of all time and that's really working and you're right so the bro biden people even if they don't believe it and they've caught on to the bs uh they can't show that they have to act like it's still they're fear mongered out of their minds and uh you're right they're not likely to host events or show up at events and so very smart if you're hosting in-person events right now You ought to go to rural areas or areas that are on to the B.S., not caught up in it. and uh, Which, by the way, also describes everyone going out in the streets on Saturday last week when Biden was announced as the presumptive president-elect or whatever. uh, Gee, kind of looked like a football game or a concert, didn't it? Oh, but those aren't allowed. But pro-Biden rallies are allowed, of course, and rioting and looting is allowed. Every time someone resists arrest and uh, gets killed by a cop, we've got to have looting and rioting, and that's all allowed, and on and on. But uh, smart move there to, uh, to understand, to use the uh, election in that way. I have a feeling that once uh, the dust settles here and this thing's uh, officially over, and one of them concedes and the other one is officially going to be in, uh, this whole fear-mongering thing really ought to come to an end, right? And uh, But for now, brilliant move, Jerdog. Anyway, that'll do it for World Wide Web Wednesday. Veterans Day, tip of the cap and salute. Although, since I never served, that was clearly an unofficial crappy salute. But uh, actual salute to all our veterans, everyone that served in the military and keeps this the greatest country and keeps us safe and keeps just about every other country around the world safe, too, uh, because that's what we do. So thank you, veterans, and thanks to everyone, JerDog and everyone else, being here live today, watching on the replay. I'll be back tomorrow. I have a little bit of a fun message for you tomorrow on Throwback Thursday. Catch you then, over and out. Bye-bye.